I'm back at it like rascally rabbits with bad habits of disappearing out of the hat before the magician does his magic. No trick could have me in trap. This treat is more like a snack cause these bars could hold you over until we get some substance and rap. It's a rap like a fat cat running from wolves in a pack pack or like friends when interrogated they start singing like the rat pack. Holy ghosting like church service you spent scrolling through Snapchat. Easy coasting like California rims on the bottom of black lacks. Matter of fact, odds be some are breezing like the brothers from Isley or Jason Mraz cover. I appropriate so wisely. Appropriate. Yeah, okay. Bars. Or whatever they call those things. Hello everybody, welcome to episode... I don't even know what episode this is. Let me see. I think it's like 63. Welcome to episode 63 of the Particle Sons Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Spread Love, also known as Lance G. Newman II, also known as Lance Gerard on my acting profile. Man, I got something in my tube. I'm recording outside. Okay. Oh, it's episode 63. I mean, 62. My bad. All right. So anyway, um, it's episode 62. I am, uh, I don't know. What am I? I'm a guy. I'm a person. Oh, I'm your host of the Podical Sons Podcast. I'm also outside recording. It's raining. It's very somber. It feels good. I like rain. Um, I was out here recording this uh, track uh, for a local Louisville rapper. And... Uh, um, you know, I like, I wanted to have the rain in the back, right? The the premise homie gave me was like, it's a prayer to God. Or he's like, he's Christian, one. And two, he was talking about like, anyway, y'all hear it. Um, He goes by the name of Prodigy the Kid. Y'all can go check him out when you see fit. I like the, I like the rappers asking me to be on stuff. I'm really enjoying that. It's, it's not a bad gig. I mean, it's not a gig at all, but you know, it's not a it's not a bad thing to be on some rappers' tracks, right? Versatile, showing some versatility with the art form. I'm here for all these things. Um, sorry that I couldn't get y'all episode last week or the week uh, before that one. Ooh, that's sad that it's been that long since I recorded something. I really do apologize, y'all. I have been trying to be on it a little bit better when it comes to recording but um you know y'all know how it goes also um two weeks ago was southern fried and uh i gotta tell y'all about that so like uh welcome to the episode we're gonna be talking about that i low-key wanted to record the episode while we were at southern fried but we were busy and doing stuff i wanted to record the episode um like after Southern Fried and get all the poets together that went and kind of chop it up. And I may still do that because there's some like anecdotes that I just really can't give to y'all by myself. Like they need to be present while I'm uh, while I'm telling the story. Um, but first and foremost, let's do this. Um, I did not fight the gentleman, you know, um. I don't know. It was Southern Fried. So check this out. Southern Fried is, uh, again, I've been going to Southern Fried for quite some time, years. And Southern Fried has always been this um, 
reflection of myself in the years that have passed or in the year in the past year right so southern fries every year each year it's like a reflection of myself through the eyes of my like peers artistically like my artistic peers right because mm. it's national artistic peers too i'm not talking about like local right um and in that i saw something different man i really kind of felt like my purpose was um our purpose was not to, uh, it's like not to be a slammer, it's really not to be like even a poet necessarily, specifically a poet. Artist, yes, but just specifically a poet. Nah, man, like my whole purpose on this earth, it feels like, is to kind of lead people to the artistry forms in which they express themselves in, you know what I mean? Like, like... Uh, this Southern Fried team, this poetry team, uh, we had two sophomores and one freshman, um, and the excitement that they had, the preparation, the awareness, and just, I don't know, man, it gave me all the feels, it gave me all the feels in the world, like, I was like, okay, these people love this thing. And it's making me remember why I love this thing. So, you know, it kind of changed the rah-rah, or it didn't change, but that was like the first, that was like the foundation of me like, I don't know, not making like this huge confrontation. Or, yeah, yeah, like, that was like the foundation, right? Um, and again, y'all, I'm listing off why I didn't like fight at Southern Fried. Two, um, like I realized when I got there that like this is a whole you know organization, man, and uh, we've suspended people. Like they will suspend or kick people out or ban people, you know, that start trouble, and it's very much bait and it's like a baiting thing, right? So like. If I was to start a confrontation, possibly start a fight, there would be all types of issues, right? Like, I could be suspended from Southern Fried, you know, my team could be suspended from Southern Fried. Um, I could get, like, a warrant or, you know, like a charge. So there was all types of things that I was like, okay, let me consider these things. Because if I'm going to have a conversation, confrontation, I'd much rather have like a one-on-one -on -one confrontation. And the fact of the matter is, a uh, homie was avoiding me the whole time, and whoever else had beef with me was avoiding me the whole time. I'm talking niggas wasn't even looking in my way. And I was walking in direct paths towards people, like not changing my path just based on whoever's in front of me. Like I'm walking, and, you know, we can push shoulders if you want to because I wouldn't mind it. Um, but people got out my way, so there was no need to, like, start something, right? I'm not about to, if you're getting out my way, then you understand, and I understand. It. Like, we don't, we're not trying to be in each other's way, so um, that was another reason I didn't. Uh, the third reason was, like, I had other crap on my plate, man. One of our teammates um, had a, hmm. Uh, I don't know, an episode of sorts. Uh, 
I'll get into the story later. I don't want to tell the story without, like, the other team members here because this shit is wild. But, like, um, one of our teammates ended up getting us, like, kicked out of an Airbnb because he threw rocks at the neighbor's dog. And uh, I took them home uh, because of that. Like, I drove from Knoxville, Kentucky to Kentucky. Or, excuse me, whoa, Lance. From Knoxville, Tennessee to Kentucky, um, I drove to drop them off, and then I drove back to Knoxville. So let me paint the picture real quick. Thursday, uh, it's Thursday, the day of Southern Fried. This is the second day of Southern Fried. We have bouts at 8.30, and all this stuff happens, like, in the morning, like, 9 to, like, 11 or 12. And then, like, 1, 2, 3... Like, stuff is popping, bro. Like, 3 o'clock, I'm taking him back to the crib because there's just so much heat on us um, from his actions. And uh, it's a four-hour trip up and back from Knoxville to Kentucky and back. Um, and, our, again, our bouts are 8.30. So, when I tell y'all I drove to Kentucky and then back to Knoxville just in time to be the last poet in the last round of the last bout and perform my poem. And when I did my poem, it's a regular, like, uh, it's just a kind of bigging myself up type piece. But I also, like, threw in the names of the people that I had beef with in there, right? So it felt good. You know, I felt, I felt um, validated. It wasn't even no need to, like, do anything after that like in poetry if the beef is anything like write a poem about it and recite the poem and do it in front of people that is your confrontation like that is your your big woo 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 right so i had my big woo 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 and it was satisfying satisfying enough that i didn't feel any physical confrontation needed to happen or any um more needed to be done about that situation and I ended up really enjoying myself I mean like the experience from my teammates was like I can't tell you how um, rich and inspiring and motivating it was like they love that shit and they're getting better like they're like it, it has inspired them to write different and more complex pieces and just that's what it's for man that's what this whole thing is for this whole artist thing Hold on, y'all, real quick. I'm going to pause to make sure that my sound sounds soundy. One second. I'll be right back with you. Okay, it's fine. Um, Yeah, so it was a really nice um, Southern Fried. Uh, let's see. Uh, I don't feel like going blow for blow. Like telling y'all each day and how it happened and what happened. Uh, also, don't feel like going over poems that I really thought were done well. Um... Mm. Each Southern Fry since I've been going, 2007, right? I've made it a point to be playing basketball, right? Like, we're going to play basketball during the tournament. And, you know, it's going to be either at the picnic or, you know, at least uh, a couple of days. We're going get, to get some hooping in. We got to hoop this uh, picnic. Oof, I did so good, y'all. Like, it was hot. I had my little cap on, too. 
I felt like uh, Wesley Snipes in White Man Can't Jump. I was licking their ass. Whoa. I, w I was really, like, hitting my shots. I was, like, great decisions. And then, see, the other Hooper from the poetry community, my man Brian, uh, West Virginia, he um, – that's not his last name. That's where he's from. Um, he's the other who – like, he's a coach. He coaches basketball, right? Um so me and him always go at it because we're always like the best players on the court, in my opinion. Um, and uh, we was going at it. He he he. That we played several games. One game that he won with a shot. Uh, he like blew a kiss to me on some the most disrespectful shit, and then shot a three and hit that motherfucker, man. Oh, so annoying. Then he gonna go tell people like he went to the cookout because this is at the cookout. He gonna go into the cookout and tell people. That he like blew me a kiss and then hit game winner. And I was like, disrespectful. But we played another game, y'all. The very last game. The very last game. All right. One of my teammates set a screen, came off the screen, looked at Brian, blew him a kiss. <sighs> Boy, when I tell you I got my revenge and went right back into the cookout with everybody else and told them all, hey, y'all remember when Brian was talking shit? Well, guess what? I just gamed it on that ass. Yeah, it's me. Oh, yeah. The dude I had beef with, he like a boxer or something. So he brought his gloves. And he's like doing mitt work with people at the picnic. And it seemed very like instigating. It seemed very like intimidating. Like, hey, come box. But like, nigga, I don't box. I do jujitsu, you know. Do a little MMA here and there. Uh, we can we can roll around on the mat, or we can square up and just like really fight. But you talking about like, I don't know, I don't do your sport, sir. You come down here and do basketball. I think that would have been an even. Like I would have definitely boxed if Brody would have definitely like played me one on one. Yeah, but either way, like in retrospect, it all just seems childish. You know what I mean? I'm a grown ass man. Grown ass man, I do be want to slap people. I don't know. I'm conflicted, y'all. I'm conflicted. It is what it is, though. It's off my heart, which is great because it's been on my heart for the past year. And it's crazy that we hold things on us so much, right? I think that confronting it, though, like handling it in some type of way is necessary, though. Like it still would be on my heart if I didn't do the poem, the diss poem, right? It still would be on my heart if I didn't like. Like, in person, see that he wasn't about shit. That helped. I also realized that with Southern Fried, like, one, there's drama each year. Every year there's drama, and every year it has to center around someone. Um, unfortunately, this year it was Trez. Damn, Trez, bro. I mean, you probably never listened to this podcast, and I don't know. Southern Fried folk don't listen to this podcast. But, boy, you do not threaten to shoot nobody. At no motherfucking poetry thing, bro. But you see, like in retrospect, bro, it's like I think I spent it for five years. Five years that brother can't come to Southern Fried. I'm like, damn. Hmm. So I'm good. I'm good on the on the on the antagonization. Southern Fried's in Pompano Beach next year. Should be fine. <sighs> 
aside from all of that mm, i got this role in um, a feature film coming out soon not soon it's not coming out we got a film we're about to start filming soon um so that's cool i also got a feature in a paper written by alexis cubit so shout out to her um like being in the paper it's not a bad thing okay well um the content that i was thinking of i kind of ran out of it actually i didn't run out of it we're going to try a new thing called um lance watches world star all right now <laughs> i'm a very deep intellectual um thoughtful conscious person all right very much so the way I balance this uh, higher vibration is with low vibrations. I need to consume low vibrations just so I can remain balanced, right? World Star is my best um, source, right? <laughs> best source of um, that vibration. Now, World Star is wild, right? Um, I, I don't know. It's 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 like super misogynistic. It's super like like domestic violence. Like it shows these videos of like like it's violent as fuck, right? So like it shows videos of like women getting beat. I don't understand this fascination with that. Like it really show like the amount of videos of women getting hit. Um, you just know this thing is run by some angry incel. Um, there's always these fights, right? And there's always this like uh, tone of conservatism. Conservatism, what? Conservatism? Yeah. Whatever. It's a whole lot of it in um, World Star. So I skip a lot of. I mean, I don't be watching a whole bunch of videos. Like I literally read titles, and I'll skip like uh, cuss or what guy gets jumped. And confronted after stealing somebody's car like I don't want to watch that Cardi B uh, goes in on billionaire um, on billionaire stepson so there's a billionaire oh the submersible hey y'all so there's a okay there's a submarine that was looking at the Titanic um, or you know that was taking what four people on a tour of the Titanic and um, it's $250,000 a seat. So a quarter million dollars a seat for people that got their money. Um, and it has been lost. Like, they can't, it hasn't come back up. Uh, they don't know where it went. They don't have any contact with it. Um, search parties. And it's a big story. Now, that's a weak-ass way to go, man. Fuck. Like, being... Like, claustrophobia is a big thing for me. And then, like, suffocating is another big thing for me. Like, those are two of the ways that I would, like, really hate to die. I imagine suffocation wouldn't be that bad. You just kind of pass out and then dead. But, like, oh, my God. Or to be crushed by pressure, um, that's a weak-ass way to go. But paying a quarter million dollars to go that way is absolutely wild i mean by far just I, I don't i don't know i don't know i know i know they piss they got to be down there heated heated 
Like, I wonder what kind of paperwork they had to sign, too. Because you know you had to sign some type of paperwork. But anyway, Cardi B's going off on some stepson that went to a concert while their parent was, like, missing. He's the son of a billionaire, Cardi. Are you serious right now? He doesn't. He's the stepson at that. He does not care about his stepdad being lost. He's at a concert with it. Come on now. YNW Melly fights ghosts in interrogation room. Who cares? Um, horrors that you hear as a 911 operator. Now see, I like stuff like that. Because that's, that's one of those... Oh, this is long as hell. I'm not about to watch this whole thing. Um, that's, that's one thing that... Um, ooh, could you imagine... The trauma that comes behind being a nine one one operator. Oh, mm mm mm. That's not no regular job. People swim with sharks in the ocean. One gets bit. You stupid. Why y'all keep fucking with the ocean, man? A girl mistakenly ate ninety six marijuana gummies, and this is what happened to her brain. Um, what, what? Dr. Bernard here. This case was an accident what? that's becoming more prevalent in the United States. I'm going to describe... Okay, this is, this is a long video. I'm not about to watch this whole video. Definitely going to have to come back to that one because that's, 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 uh, that's, uh, that's a little bit much. It's a little bit much. Drewski catches hotel employees trying to break into somebody's room. Hey, if you are a woman, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> also, like, be safe out here, man. Like, it's crazy at the lengths people are going to through to snatch women up, bro. Like, I watched one video where a young lady was like, she saw, they had a, a contraption. Dude put, like, this hook thing under her door and what it was was like made to like uh, open the the handle from the inside. Crazy. All right, y'all. Be careful. Put that stopper on the door. I say even you know go ahead and carry you a little portable stopper if you going if you travel a lot and you at hotels a lot. Have one of them portable stoppers you can just kind of put at the doors at the doorknob. And just you know. Sheesh. Uh, chick confesses to orchestrating a robbery. Okay, she's going to jail. People, that's nothing, man. Y'all gotta stop snitching on yourselves, man. What is going on? What is going on? Y'all keep telling on yourself. What else? Man, they show a lot of cops shooting people too on here, man. That's not the. Uh, I really don't watch those because ain't nobody trying to watch that. Ain't nobody trying to watch that, man. What? Brawl breaks out in courtroom after a man found out he was paying child support for a child that wasn't his. Oh, my Lord. Mm. I mean, it happens. It's so funny. In Jamaica, they call that selling, selling amount of jacket. You sell amount of jacket. Um, the 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 picnic them is a jacket. Say the kid is is a jacket. I don't get the jacket term, or you know, 
uh, correlation, but it's a normal practice in Jamaica. Like they they, and you see a lot of Jamaican fathers just taking care of kids that ain't theirs, and it's just a regular thing. It's like expected, which um. You know, I I think is is terrible. <laughs> like <laughs> y'all are wrong, Jamaicans. That is not cool. Um, dude pulls out gun on construction worker for being too loud. That's a wild thing. They are doing construction. Uh, C-SPAN caller on Juneteenth. Quotations. I haven't heard any black person say thank you to the over 300,000 white men who died to free those black slaves. All right. So I'm getting off world star with that one. Um, but let's talk about Juneteenth a little bit. Juneteenth this year was fine. Uh, we've got new neighbors. Um, and we don't really like them. It's like two. They got two dogs. Yeah, one got in our yard. Um, we have little kids and their dogs are, you know, sizable. They talk all day, y'all. Now, look, I live in the West End, man, and I'm not tripping. Uh, we hear the, the occasional gunshot. Shit, you hear the occasional argument. You hear the occasional party and loud people talking, right? It's not a big deal. These folk next door do that shit every single day, man. Every single day. And... You know, they're Puerto Rican. I know this because Latoya told me. She'd be friendly and talking to people. I ain't talking to y'all niggas. Um, but apparently they're Puerto Rican and um, feel comfortable with saying the N-word. When she was in the yard the other day and said, look at this. They must have nigger rigged it. I was like, can Puerto Ricans say shit like that? Like, Puerto Ricans, like, I know they have black, Dominicans too. Like, I understand y'all, like, low-key black. Y'all don't claim that shit, though. So, if you ain't gonna claim your blackness, I'm not about to allow you to do black things, baby. What are you talking about nigger rig? Like, hmm. Hmm. It just, it, it smells racist. Also, you know... It's another sign that it's time to move. I've been trying to do that for quite some time. But see, man, the whole moving thing with this market and how things are going with rent, like, I'm scared, bro. I am petrified. And then you want credit. You got to do this with the bank and all this other stuff, man. I hate all the systems that make us, like, apply to them and submit to them before we can actually, like, live a life of you know virtual happiness i am happy i got this roof over my head though i am happy that like the space that this has been this house has been uh, my children have got to spend their formative years in it so it don't matter where we move from here they definitely gonna think it's an upgrade <laughs> oh what else happened Juneteenth? Before Juneteenth, it was Father's Day. Father's Day was cool, man. Father's Day was different, man. Father's Day was a lot more somber than other Father's Day, it seems like. Like, a lot of my um, peers, um, they had, like, 
you know, their, their fathers have died or are in not good health. So there was this, like, half and half of, like, my followers or my the people I'm following lamenting about the deaths of their parents or their father. And the other half was, like, people celebrating fathers and, you know, it was a celebratory thing. But both times was just very, like, or both... Or just the day in general was just somber, man. I don't know. I, I didn't really find joy as much as... I mean, I did find joy in it. Because, like, I love Father's Day. Because in my house, you know, I'm definitely... I You know, every day is Father's Day. They definitely uh, treat me and love me. And I can say that my children and my partner both kind of show their gratitude um, of me being their father's in their own ways and you know i recognize all of them so i'm, I'm it's just beautiful it's a beautiful thing um talk to my dad a little bit uh you know they say people say that father's day is or people posting their fathers that have died they make you say you know hold on to your father just a little bit more it's like yeah yeah you know, <laughs> it's one of those things like, all right, I'll see, I'll see how I feel. And I'm not saying I would, I know I will definitely miss my father if and when he passes. But I honestly think that man is going to outlive me. I really do. Like, he is too healthy. He's just too, you know, his body's breaking down, sure, but he still looked 37, so I don't know. I don't know. For all those people who do and have lost their fathers, my condolences, man. I know that's, uh, because life's never the same when your parent dies. I can tell that from, like, most of my friends whose parents have died and then just people in general that I've, like, met. Shit, my own damn daddy, bro. His dad died when he was eight. My grandfather died when he was eight. When my father was eight. Excuse me. My grandfather died when my father was eight. And... Who would my dad have been? I often, I often wonder about that. Like who and what kind of person and man he would have turned into if he had that, if he had his father um, in his life. Because uh, people are different. Life is different. Life is completely different. You no longer have the, the, um, what, convenience of calling on your father or learning from your father asking questions and that's got to suck so definitely something to consider uh y'all this won't be a long episode and again i will be bringing more people on uh, sure enough but i did just want to upload something so that um i don't know y'all got it right there's other stuff going on that I probably could talk about, but I don't have any like hot takes. Um, it's 2.04. I need to go pick up kids soon. Now I'd like to get a nap in before I start moving. So, uh, Much love, everybody. Um, sorry if this was a weak-ass episode. I think it was a weak-ass episode just because I don't really have a lot set up. Um, and, you know, it's my, own, it's my own fault. I don't... Uh, I don't, you know, give yourself grace. Yeah, that's what we're going to end the 
uh, the podcast with, please make sure that y'all are giving yourself grace because, like, there's no reason to be uh, down on yourselves if you're not keeping up with something or if you're not, um, you know, making something move. Uh, it's all about, like, resting and producing, resting and producing, resting and producing. All right. Now, if you're doing more resting than you are producing, then yes, be hard on yourself and produce something. But if you're producing and you're not resting, that production is going to go away. So give yourself grace one more time. And it's fucking lawnmower done started. All right, y'all. <sighs> bye bye. Call me L Boomin' and you know I got a fitted cap on my hat and it's right on my head. If you want some alive, then you probably be dead. What's that mean? I'm a zombie eating flesh and your mommy, motherfucker, a mother eater. I am your cousin Skeeter. <laughs> what the fuck?